Let's be honest, parenting can be messy and hard, but also so rewarding. In this podcast, we'll share all the ups and downs of parenthood, as well as share some of our favorite tips and tricks for parenting using both our experiences and expertise from our professional lives as a speech and language pathologist and teacher, but also our everyday lives as moms just trying to balance it all. We're so glad you could join us. Hello, welcome to And Then We Had Kids. I'm Jenny. And I'm Sheena. And it's like, I got, I feel like I say this almost every other week or at least every other episode, but like it's crazy how quickly time is going by. It's and- almost <laughs> Christmas. I mean, yes. I have I keep- done minimal shopping. How about See, you? I have the fun stuff left to do. I have like a handful of little things left. I've done like a good amount and I've probably overspent or overbought for my children. Um, even though like we have talked about um, the structure of buying things like something that they need, something that they want, something that they wear, something that they read. You know Very what? Nice. We what? have talked about that also and have not implemented that yet. But this year might be the year because I have not really shopped for my own kids. Uh, I like went into a local toy store. If you're in the northern suburbs, please check out the children's gift shop in Northfield. Oh, my. I just was walking around like I had so much stuff in my hands, like for my kids, for my nieces, for my nephews. And I easily could have just like spent a lot of money. But yeah, and I think I have another weekend in between, like we what's don't. coming up, and then Christmas. No, we have one weekend. Yeah, and we were, talking, we, have we were plans. talking about it today, and um, I'm in a parent talk class with my little one, and the moms were talking about how, you know, like it feels crazy, like the schedule of school and then winter break is like we go up until the 23rd, right? Um. So then it's like really all of a sudden holidays are in your face and it's Christmas, it's Hanukkah, everything is like started and it's right. But like you said, there's a lot to do. I love I love the lead up to the holidays though. I feel like come December first, I like the lead up stuff. I like the shopping. I yeah, like the I wrapping. I like listening to the music. I like watching the movies. I love the decorations outside. I love it. I do too, except for when I hit like that panic mode of all of the people I still have to get gifts for. Um, And this year I'm doing some more like creative gifts and making some stuff. um, Oh, look at you. Which has helped. Um, But yeah, I I think because the schools go up until like the 22nd or 23rd or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, I'm like working right up. So I don't have, I feel like I don't have a couple days, a little bit of leeway. Yeah. I'll like to do the last minute shopping. Yeah. I hear you, but somehow it gets done or you do what we sometimes do in my family is you get a virtual Christmas present, which means you get a picture printout of what is to come. Yes. (laughs) You not ideal, but it's a backup shows that you're thinking got something coming, but not here yet. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good stops 
but I do fun. like the that yeah. reminder of the structure for the kids gift so you don't kind of overdo it so I think I might actually yeah. since I haven't done too much shopping for my little ones I might stick with that go for it more power to you you'll be happier it's nice yeah. you know you know who will be happier I do know who will be happy. Yep, your husband. My husband, who is a minimalist, and he lives with the overpacker, the, you know, girl who loves retail therapy. I sometimes feel really bad for him. I mean, he made a choice. He He made a choice. He made a choice. It is really hard, though, so people should know you have been um, formally, informally banned from purchasing or receiving mugs of any kind or like glassware as I'm drinking out of one as we as you're drinking out of something um but as a friend of yours I find it really difficult to restrain myself from buying you said glassware or a mug well, because there are so many that I see that speak to you that I feel like oh, she not needs this well what he doesn't know is that I got an- another one from my secret Santa at work today well, that's also what I think is such but an easy gift from people. It's really cute. And it, and it comes with the straw, which I do not have one like that. Oh, you got to keep it. Right. You got to keep it. Yeah. There's no returning Just, that. That's, don't a, tell that's him. a gift from the heart. Of course, I'm not going to tell him. He's going to find he out when he to listens this. to this episode because he is a good husband that listens to every episode. Good. Sorry, but honey. yeah, so it is Um, it is funny of stuff like that where I... I like see things and then I like think of you and I'm like, I cannot. Well, so contribute to that. Part of the problem anymore. My my mother is notorious for giving us new mugs and coffee for every birthday and every Christmas. Don't worry, guys. She doesn't listen to this podcast. I don't think she knows how to <laughs> work the podcast app on her phone. Um, so it is inevitable that my mother will give both of us coffee and mugs for Christmas. I mean, but it's a solid gift. To be fair, the one she bought me last year, I lost because in my haste of, you know, trying to get to work on time, I set it on the top of my car and then drove off with it. Oh, no. Again, you need a new one. Blew off somewhere. I don't know where it is. Oh, well, I'll have you know that I did not buy you any mugs this year. Okay. But I do often see ones that I think you would you should have in your collection. I have but definitely seen some for you as well. <laughs> and I'm going to say that I have not purchased you one either for Christmas. However, I'm also not finished Christmas shopping for you. So there you Just go. Never the say never for that. Yes. Um, I think about, as I said earlier, I love the lead up to holidays, to events, to things like that. Like we talked about in our previous episode, like I'm a planner, like makes me feel good, brings me calm. I love structure of any kind of like a checklist, a spreadsheet, a to-do list, anything, you name it. And sometimes that means then like the day of things, I feel a little bit of this sense of like, it's not like disappointment. That's too big of a word, but it feels like I'm just not able to like be in the moment as much because I've done all this work for this one time or this day or a few days. So then it's some, I kind of feel like a little bit of like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good word to describe I mean, it or expression. I get super stressed. But it's stressed. essentially not being in the moment. What? I get super stressed. 
You get stressed. Yeah. yeah. And when I'm stressed, I get real snippy. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say you probably, I can see that about you getting a little snippy, a little sass, little, <laughs> Never. like a little short. And mine's just like, it, again, this is making it sound really terrible. It's not. Cause I do love the holidays. I love everything about it. Food, family time, gifts. I love it all that it's almost like I've hyped it up in my mind and it doesn't quite live up to that expectation. Like something ends up happening and it's just not as like grand as it is in my mind. And it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just that I'm like realizing more and more as we've like worked in the therapeutic day school, as worked like mental health, um, that state in the moment, that like mindfulness. And I know it's kind of been like a buzzword for like quite a while. Yeah. And it's something that is really so simple in definition, but really difficult to practice. Absolutely. So it's like, how, how do you find ways to like stay present and stay in the moment during this? Like what is inevitably like a chaotic stressful time. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it's just like that pausing. I mean, even just the other day, you know, like we've still been getting over the different viruses that have been going around and just stopping what I'm doing, playing with the kids, enjoying their laughter. Um, Right now, my older son is, you know, painting with his grandmother it's nice to like look at it through their eyes, especially now as they're like getting older and really starting to understand it more. It's so true. Um, Yeah. You know, like my oldest had show and tell and he brought some ornaments to show his friends at school. They're always looking for the elf, you know? Yeah. I think that like pausing and like, it's okay to step back from like the list and everything that needs to get done and does get done. Uh, like you said, like playing with them and laughing with them. Well, and, and I think one of the things that you like, you remember most are just the memories that you have with your families. Yeah. So like trying to really focus on like creating those memories for the kids. Totally. And I think that's why like, I love the holidays. Cause now looking back, like my parents, especially my mom, credit to her, um, did like an incredible job making Christmas magical. And it doesn't that... have to be mean like you buy every no. gift and things oh, like not that, at right? Like all right. Yes. We used to do these things called like pixie points that if like we were kind to like our siblings, then at the end of the week we got like a small little gift. Again, nothing huge, but like you said, it was like making those memories, feeling good, happy, reflecting on the holidays. And so I think that's just like my goal each year. And like you said, as the kids are getting older and like your oldest and my oldest, obviously the same age. And she, like you were saying, you just see this like spark of joy in her eyes as she's kind of getting what holidays are all about, what's coming right. up, what we get to do. I mean, we've been watching the polar bear express almost every night. That's what she calls it. You know, we have not watched that with, <laughs> the kids this year um we watched oh the original Grinch like the animated 
Oh, I put that on the other night because I love that movie. I love it too. And yes. my oldest was so freaked out by the Grinch. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, we had to go to Home Depot for something. And you know how Home Depot has like all of the outdoor holiday decorations? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they like them- huge inflatables of the Grinch. Yes. And it wasn't an inflatable. <laughs> it was like one of the moving ones that like dances to music. Oh no! Shit was running through through Home Depot, screaming his head so off, sorry. like out of complete terror. It was oh. very entertaining. Yeah, right. For me. I was. I thought my daughter would not like the Polar Express. I think, from my perspective as an adult, like the animation seems a little like strange. She loves it, and. She was asking phenomenal questions throughout the entire movie. Um, so we've watched that a lot. Again, like she likes to find her elf. They've been doing like these really fun like activities with gingerbread men at school. And so, yeah, I think like just reminding myself of, like what what's it all for? Yeah, is really helpful. Um, we've been talking like- a lot too about just like giving back. And so right now, the kids are collecting some of their old toys that they don't play with to give to other kids that might not have any toys. So I think it's like, that's one way to spend time together. Yeah. Um, whether it's collecting toys, volunteering somewhere, even going to a pet shelter, right. And just snuggling oh, with so the, the dogs and cats. Um, but just a way to give back um, as a family. Is it just another way to kind of lessen the demands or, the stress of having to feel like you have to plan every single moment. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah I think just trying to stay present and yeah. if you have like, oh, now here's like my running to do list. If you're out doing one of those things, like really trying to let those thoughts like fade away, like put a little pin in it, come back to it later. And when you're out doing one of those fun activities, like really being present, it'll make it more fun. Yeah. And this is a great opportunity to practice gratitude. Like we talked in a previous episode, right? Highlight what went well, instead of highlighting, you know, the, the massive meltdown that was probably inevitable or or like what's still you have to do and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of meltdowns, I will say as a parent, as you know, former educator, you're in education still the meltdowns during the holidays are inevitable like you said they will happen i found that while i loved when we were in the schools like the week or so leading up to winter break we would like every classroom had like movies parties fun things planned different activities all of which are fun great i would say those times ended up being the most stressful oftentimes where we would see um, like emotional outbursts, um, needing a lot of support. And when you think about it, yes, those are activities that are fun, but we were totally switching up schedules. We were yes. throwing in new expectations. It was just a lot to manage. And it happened like daily, right? Like we were doing right. like something fun and new every day. Um, I think that's where people sometimes forget how much kids actually crave structure. Yes. Like the ability to plan ahead, 
think about what you're going to be doing. What are the expectations? Who's going to be there? What's my role? What am I doing? What are the other people doing that? Yeah. Like you said, structure schedules are phenomenal. Yeah. As are, as are all these fun activities, but I think as parents, it's so important to be flexible recognize you might have to prepare your children a little bit more, even if you think, know that your kids are going to enjoy something um, or you're doing something fun. It's just something that's out of their routine, right? Something that's different. So preparing them for where are you going? Who are you going to see? What are the expectations? Um, Just so you don't have to like we said, you're probably going to have a meltdown or two around the holidays. I, it, I mean, maybe even just as adults, be... right? Like right. we feel stressed. We feel like overwhelmed and granted, you're doing a lot of fun things, but it's okay. different. It's added to your regular, like scheduled programming. So. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully the, the meltdown won't be as massive or epic as it would have been had you not done all of that work to kind of prep them for what to expect. Yeah. Like I know when we were at the school, there were so many times when we were working with our students on change and accepting change if things were different and some things we could prepare kids for. Other times it was you know, there was an unexpected, let's say, fire drill that we didn't know was going to happen. So it was just, we couldn't prepare them the same way. But for a lot of these things for the holidays, I know on like my calendar, my mom came over the other day and she's like, oh my gosh, your December looks so busy. Like, yeah, it kind of is. Um, but we talk a lot, especially with our four-year-old about where are we going? Who's going to be there? What are we going to do? Um, and if she starts to feel like upset or starts to like feel frustrated, what can she do? Like things that she does here. Is there a spot that she can do them at like somebody like a friend's house or like, how will she know if she needs space Um, and things like that? So we do a lot of talking about it. The holidays are are a time to spend with family and friends, right? But they may also be people that your kids don't get to see as often and may not be as familiar with. And that can be really overwhelming for our kids. So I think just like you said, of even prepping them of who's going to be there. Um, yeah. I like to highlight like what kids are going to be there so that they have, they kind of can go in with the anticipation of there's going to, there's maybe going to be some kids my age that I can play with, or there might not be kids my age. And here's what I can do if I, um, I'm feeling bored, which I think it's always okay to feel bored. It's a great opportunity to problem solve. Well, what can you do? Yeah. Um, so that I don't have to feel like that cruise director all the time. Um, right. But yeah. I think too, for those pieces, if you can, it's helpful to find photos of family members or friends, especially like you said, of someone you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. I mean, I have like family members that are coming in town for Christmas Eve and it's been about a year since my kids have seen them um and so I showed her pictures of like who we're gonna see and their ages and things like that um but yeah nice way to put like faces to a name Mm -hmm. you if you have them and even like our two-year-old I'll be talking to him obviously knowing that he's not grasping this information the same way but he's part of our conversation he's part of the group um so yeah, a lot of talking about what's coming up. And I don't know about for your kids, um, 
my kids too, if like my husband and I have been going out to like a couple holiday parties about talking about who's going to be at our house, putting yep. them to bed, what's going to be the same, what's going to be different. Um, it's like that piece too. So it's like, yes, we're going to go do fun things together as a family, but there's also nights when mom and dad are not going to be home to put you to bed and do that regular routine. Right. Yeah. Change is hard. So again, like I always found that like, yes, the week before any kind of like holiday break would be a lot of fun. And it was, there were a lot of good times, but it also was the time where kids struggled. Um, so I, again, as a parent reminding yourself that it's okay, that it's probably going to happen. How can you be models of flexibility? How can you be models of like taking those deep breaths, doing that like self-talk? The like, self-regulation. Yeah. The self-regulation and what, what are you going to do? How are you going to take a break or something like that? Um, or what's something you are looking forward to as the adult going to all these things, <laughs> right? So like sometimes you got to set yourself up, you got to hide yourself up. Ray of sunshine that you, you know, that you have to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. Like a positive thing. And then, and then afterwards doing a little bit of like a debrief, like even on a drive home, like what did you enjoy? Who did we see there? What did we eat? Things like that. Oh, that's like another piece, like food. Oh yes. I, can't I mean, wait. I, again, like love the menu that we got coming up for Christmas Eve and Christmas day. And like my family Hanukkah party. So excited, but it's also like my kids are good eaters. I would say they're not great eaters so like it's okay to like have some new foods on your plate and if you want to try them great if not they're just gonna be there um my kids will spot all of the cookie jars in everyone's homes <laughs> right like the great desserts I feel like at least if you get through dinner you can know that there's some fantastic desserts on the way yeah. um but that's another piece that I feel like you might not think about of like oh we're not gonna be having the same kind of food that we typically do for dinner time or breakfast or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think is doing as much talking about what's coming up, preparing them for change. And I said it before, but like talking about what's going to be the same, what's different, what can you look forward to? I don't think there's, I don't think there's such a thing as over preparing a kid for that kind of stuff. Like prepare, prepare, prepare. Yeah. And I think it can also be you're preparing them and telling them, you know, if if it doesn't go exactly how we're talking about it, that that's okay. We're going to be flexible. Like if you think you're going to, again, as kids are older too, like I know like what kids are asking for Santa or from Santa, I mean, you know, there's a lot of expectations around toys and gifts and what are you getting? So you could be talking about if you get something that maybe you don't love, you can still say thank you. Like you can practice opening a gift and being grateful for it and kind of doing that routine. Yeah. Um, so again, yeah, like you said, preparing them with the caveat of like, it's, we're going to have to be flexible with things. Things are not going to go perfectly to plan Yeah, for any of us. And that's okay. Yeah. And then you, you said, find that ray of sunshine, finding that like, piece of positive, a fun thing that, or something that went well and focusing on that. The and, enjoy, and enjoying yeah. the time with your family. I know. Yeah. I think that it is so key. We've talked about it before. There's brain has such a natural way of 
tricking us into like thinking about and focusing on the negative. Yeah. Like what didn't go well, what's not happening that to find those positive pieces will also help you stay present in what's going on and in the moment and and in the moment. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I hope that people can, you guys can think about ways to prepare your kids and just know, like we said, schedules are off. Things are okay. And it's going to be great because it's a great time of year. It is. We wish everyone a happy holidays, a wonderful new year. Um, and enjoy this extra time that you get with your families. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all of the latest, you can follow us on Instagram at underscore and then we had kids. Thanks again. And like we say, life used to be carefree and then we had kids. <laughs>